When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, featuring Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis with Blue and Joe Grande. Thank you for listening to our podcast all around the world. Make sure you check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we have so many great articles and blogs on the site for you to enjoy. And feel free to give us a call anytime, 1-800-420-1980. And make sure you check out our Instagrams. Cannabis Talk 101. Blue, my brother from another mother, is at the number one, Christopher Wright. And I am at Joe Grande 52. And I got to remind you guys about Elevated Global Supply, the highest standard packaging. Elevated Global Supply is your preferred packaging partner from design to delivery. Check out their website, egspkg.com. On the show today, you guys, it's a big collaboration. This is big. I went to the party the other day. A bunch of us from Cannabis Talk 101 went down to Dime Industries, and they had a nice little reveal because there's a big partnership. On the podcast today, we have two brands whose name ring a bell across the cannabis space for the consistent quality that they put out there and the strains, the fires that they provide the world. First, we have Verita. Did I say that right? Yes. Verita, thank you very much. Verita Richardson, she's the marketing director at Dime Industries. Welcome, Verita. This is your first time on the show. It is. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I didn't even realize you're full on the title marketing director. I mean, excuse me. I mean, as cool <laughs> as Dime is, I thought Mike took credit for everything around there. He's like, no, I'm the marketing director. I am the program director. I am everything. You're doing a great job over there. Thank Before you. I even go into this, I got to tell you, I know they start, I, I haven't met you yet, like personally, personally, just a couple of times seeing you around. Everything about Dime is on, on top. Like, I mean, I've talked to other brands that go, I, I showed up to an event and I was wearing the Dime hat, the, the seven layer hat, whatever piece, whatever. And uh, somebody goes, Joe, why are you rocking that hat? I go, cause it's dope. <laughs> and he goes, you know what it really is? And he goes, I got to step my merch game up. Like, and this is other brands. And you know us, we go places all the time. And I did a dime video for you guys one time. I just out of like, I was leaving my house, going to the beach, and I had my dime tank top, my dime shorts, nice. my dime beach hat. My, <laughs> you know, I didn't have any dime sandals, but I was like going to the beach. And Mike loves that one still to this day. So I want to tell you guys, you guys are doing a phenomenal job with everything that you guys got going on from all the products. And of course, the vape pens are crushing it, multi-state operators, and you guys are doing real big. And then you guys, beside her, we have Kylie and Brian Danaher. Did I say yep. that right? Danaher. Yep. Yep. Thank you guys. Who's the founder, CEO of LB Collective and Top Shelf Cultivation. And to praise you guys, I mean, Top Shelf is just it. Top Shelf, right? I mean, I haven't been to the dispensary to hear anything great or bad, but I've only heard everything good. But your whole crew at Top Shelf, Brian, Every time I see your nephew out there grind, he's like the top shelf mascot. Literally. Well, that's why we call him Wosi bro. <laughs> Wosi bro, because he is doing his thing. Like, like I look at him and just, I love him to death. Like, because I first met him in Vegas and I didn't even know he was with top shelf. I thought it was this homeless cat that got on our bus. <laughs> right. And I'm like, who's this cut coming with Mark Carnes to this event with us. 
And then before you know it, he just keeps pulling out weed and more weed and more weed. And everyone's like, this is killer. It's top shelf. And I thought he was just staying at top shelf weed. I didn't realize the first time I met him, he was representing top shelf <laughs> cannabis, right? So it's so funny. Like, that's my personal story of how I really got identified to your brand. And then, of course, as you mentioned, my brother from another mother, Jeff Tillman, worked with you guys at Top Shelf as a rep out there. But quality cannabis, you guys, if you smoked it out here in California, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, if you don't know about these powerhouse brands, Dime Industry is an award-winning cannabis company best known for their line and their vape cartridges, disposable concentrates, and their top-of-the-line hardware Built with smart chip and turbo chip technology for the perfect hit every time. Top Shelf Cultivation, a California-based company with over 20 years of experience and takes pride in growing the best indoor cannabis that remains unmatched by anyone. Their team knows what it takes to operate a commercial grow using perfected methods, which now resulted in cultivating some of the highest tested cannabis in the industry and best flavor out there. So now, folks, you got Dime Industries, you got Top Shelf Cultivation, and under one roof at the LB Collective located at 1731 East Artesia Boulevard in Long Beach, California, 90805. Be sure to drop by and check out them any day of the week, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., I think, Kylie, you'll probably be there most of the time, I'm sure, hanging out there. Go say hi to the ginger over there and tell her Joe sent you and say, hey, where's the ginger? Hey, that's Kylie over there. That's the pretty one. Go say hi to there. Actually, I have a professional staff, and they got everybody down there to fulfill all your cannabis needs. Follow them on Instagram at LB Collective, excuse me, LB Collective, and then, of course, at Dime.Industries and at Top Shelf Cultivation to be on top of everything they got going on out there. And the reason why we have both these brands in here today is because you guys did a collab. This is the first time we've seen this collab happen with two powerhouse companies. How does this even come about to do the Wosi Wo? Is well, that what it's well. called, right? Yes. We have now a wo-si-wo. That was the party we were at. I mean, Brian, you're doing your thing. You have flour. You have a dispensary. How does this even come to you being the owner going, do you know Mike? Like, How does this even form? Well, running into Mike at different events, of course. That's how we end up meeting. And they got a really good pen, obviously. And we got some of the best weed. And our flavor, Wosi Wo, is kind of unique out there. Nobody else has it yet. Nobody can figure out exactly what we're doing to get this. And that's why we collabed with them, because what we take is our flavor of the Wosi and put it into a pin. It's unique. Nobody else. There's no fake terps. There's nothing added to it. It is what we produce in the grow rooms. And now we're putting it into a pin with these guys. So it's, it's, uh, that's it. That is a great, great idea to do that. How hard of a process was this? It's not that hard of a process. It's just uh, basically what we're doing is we, 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 we grow multiple flowers, multiple strains. And the last, since 19, 2019, we basically got rid of every other strain we had and was dedicated to one strain because that's the demand in the legal market. So no other weed company really has done it with one strain. They, everybody's got multiple strains. Right. Well, we banged it out of the park with one strain and it happens to be the Wosi Well. So that's why we jumped on that with Dime. We have some other flavors now that we started introducing to the market, which hopefully we'll do some collabs with them on some like tropical runs, maybe some peanut butter breath. We're starting to come with some new flavors, but the Wosi Wo is a staple. And if anybody's ever smoked the Wosi, it's, pretty much all they'll go back to to smoke. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, everybody smoker. sits there and loves that. And for me personally, it's two brands of people in all their camps, like everybody at Dime, everybody at Top Shelf. I love seeing, I mean, I was just telling you, Kylie, how we talked about you behind your back, highly giving you praise without <laughs> knowing, you know what I mean? Just, you, you guys are just all good people. So it's great to see two camps that have good people come together because i mean is it fair to say that we've never seen this yet in the industry of like another cannabis brand joining up with a vape pin company no, i don't know if anybody that's there's been other collabs been other out there i believe well yes. you know well, well it's good for here in california for two that i know personally anyways yeah i don't know if there's any that's better 
but there has been other collabs out there. And how, what, what was it from your standpoint of marketing over there with Dime? How excited were you guys? What did you guys look at it from your guys' angle? Honestly, we were just excited for the collaboration. We've had a great relationship with Top Shelf Cultivation and LB Collective. So when we had the opportunity, uh, got together with Kylie and the team, they had plenty of ideas. So that got <laughs> us excited. We have a great creative team. So when we have ideas to run with and play with, magic happens um and on top of that with the dime team being familiar with wosi wo we already knew not only how great of a collab it would be in our device but also what it would do with the market so we were able to not only use their branding but also find a way to really mold the two brands together for one device um and the whole start to finish process was a blast we had our fun little check-ins here and there just to kind of see what was going on and all the way up to the party it was really cool just to see truly how both of the brands came together. I feel like this was a true 50-50 collaboration across the board. So it's been a fun process. And Kylie, you basically run the store and do so much for the company besides just the store. What do you think? I mean, is it out there already? Have people tried it? And are people going nuts over this? Everybody loves it. So we get a lot of uh, WOSI buyers at the shop. And so we just did a sale where it was 10% off a jar if you got a disposable. And almost everybody was picking up the disposable. And the feedback so far, people are coming back to already get it. It's been good. Everybody's loving the aesthetic of it, the color, the packaging, all of it. And how did you guys come up with it? Describe this little packaging that we see here. So in our logo, there's a little bit of teal. And over the last year, we want to start incorporating that teal because it's eye-catching. And so we did that with the disposable itself. On the side, it says Wosi Wo. That's a strain. And then with the box itself, it's matching a lot of our packaging with the black, a little bit of teal in there, and the gold. And not only that, it's such a classy, cool, fun, vibey look. Like, you know, you guys have these great big ones here that are amazing to look at. And when I see them at the party and I see the packaging, it just looks clean. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It ha I and that till sets it off. It gives it this feel of college classy you know what i mean like i think of jordan for some reason when he played college you know, that's what i think of right and then the black it's sleek and the gold it just has a classy good look feel you guys did a phenomenal job with it and uh is it going to be and i know it's at your guys's collective now of course but are you guys noticing other people oh, i don't want to carry that shit i'm not carrying your fucking brand fuck brian <laughs> That happens every once in a while. <laughs> I mean, because let's just face it, right? There's pick the dispensary, right? Medmen, big work company, whatever that has across the board. And they're like, oh, that's top shelf stuff. I don't, I, do we want to carry that? No, everybody, I think that is carry and die, but I'm pretty sure we'll get into just about every shop with it. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's, it's not it's, just going to be at your guys's collective. No, no. We just launched it there. And then when are we launching it? I believe actually as of uh, this week. So basically by July 1st, it will be Oh, by open. the time this is airing, then it'll be yeah, everywhere. It'll then. be available yeah. for all California retailers. And I can tell you now, uh, the dime uh, lovers and community we have in Oklahoma and Arizona are a little bitter already. As <laughs> soon as we dropped that <laughs> first <laughs> announcement, is this coming to Arizona? Is this coming to Oklahoma? And it was kind of, it's, you know, you feel a little bad because like we want everyone to get a little dime love, but it was really cool this time to be like, sorry, Cali only, man, like Cali only. So it's really cool to see the hype across the board, not even just for California, but nationwide. The dime community has been very excited for this just to hear about it and learn about it. So fortunately, everyone won't get it, but our Cali people will. How hard is that to get this to go to another state? You guys got to be in the other state as well then, right? It's just a matter of having the license and producing the product. Right. Because we, we grow here in California. And as of now, you know, we can't take it to any other states. Right. Now, their brand and their hardware, they could go over there and that's how they're in other states with it. But they can't take the same product from here to the other states yet. That's kind of. Yeah, I see. That's what I thought, too, going. But it's oil. You can't do the oil. You can't do anything. You can't you can't do it yet. No. Well, it looks like you got another shop to open up somewhere, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> because Dime, let's just states. face it, Dime's crushing it in these other areas, right? Like I've been talking mm -hmm. to people in uh, all these different markets you guys are in. We're just in Arizona, and it's like we've seen a billboard. I actually called back, going, is this your billboard? There was like a Dime. There was another Dime yeah. something, which is like <laughs> perfect for you guys. He's like, that's not even us. I'm glad they could use kind of our little look and i'm like dude that's crazy that that's so great for you that we're inspiring some, people i guess I'm like another right. company called dime that's putting up a billboard yeah. and has not even dime industries with cannabis and I was like, so my point is it's just really crushing it in the market i feel like dime industries 
has taken the pin level from starting here to just really excelling. And because of, like you guys said, the quality of that pin and the quality of the product, let's just call it what it is as well. I mean, the product's great. I was using it when I was injured with my ankle pain. And when I stopped taking my meds, I was using that pin like every day, every minute, and it really helped. And I was like so impressed. And I was trying other pins, but nothing really hits like that dime. No, the dime pin does rip. Yeah, I always love to tell people when they try it the first time, this is not your average pen. Be prepared, be ready. <laughs> like maybe take a couple seconds less of a drag than you might normally take. But yeah, I love a dime pen. I was a lover from first hit for sure. <laughs> it is great. We're gonna take a break real quick. Come back, of course, we have Dime and Top Shelf. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter on our website, CannabisTalk101.com. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Lay low, folks. Just hit it. Check them out online on IG at Club Lay Low or on their website, clublaylow.com, C-L-U-B-L-A-Y-L-O-W. We got Veretta here, of course, the marketing director from Dime Industries. Besides her, we have Kylie and Brian Danaher. Now, Kyle, or Kylie, excuse me, is it easy or hard to work with family like this? Like, is this the first time... <laughs> that you've actually had to work with your father in, in an industry? Or did you guys grow up selling motorcycles and bikes and have other businesses before this cannabis game? Um, my dad's in the trucking company uh, or trucking business, but I started working with him for probably two years ago. And it's hard. I live with him and I work with him. So it's constant 24 seven. Um, Hey, send but, this out right now. Fuck, <laughs> Dad, it's 9.30. We're watching a movie. There's no Netflix and chill. Kylie, go. <laughs> but it is very rewarding. We get to do the same job. We get to interact in the same environment. The parties are our people, which is really nice. So I get to spend time with them. Growing up, I didn't wasn't able to. I didn't know this is what he did. So now being older <laughs> and with him, it's pretty cool. May I prop? Push that a little bit. What do you mean? You, you, the kids weren't around you when you were younger? Oh, no. Well, What's the back story then here? it was illegal, and we didn't bring it to Front Street like right. we do today. You know what I mean? Like my son, he's my cultivator. When he turned 18, I told him, hey, you want to jump in the moving business? Or he goes, nah, I want to go to work with you. <laughs> so so you had your moving business, that's your hustle, and then you had your correct. farm that was your correct. cultivating. Correct. That was always your side hustle and yep. always doing your both. Yep. So we've been a moving company for 23 years. We're one of the largest uh, commercial movers in Southern California. And uh, we've been cultivating since 99, 98. And um, like I said, when he turned 18, I gave him the option to 
go run this company or come with me. And he jumped in with me and she ended up doing the same thing. Really? That has to be so cool there. And now what got you into it? How did you start growing and doing that? I mean, it's just something I've been doing. I mean, I kind of dropped out of school in eighth grade to sell weed. You're kidding. You're an eighth grade dropout and successful yes, man living in the gates of Kodo. Look at him with the fucking, you know, that's, that's a miracle story. Yes, sir. And who was the one that said, Hey man, I think you should grow. Or like you seen a grow and you're like, I can do that. I can cultivate. I, well, I started selling weed. Okay. You know what I mean? So I was selling weed for years and I'm making all these growers a ton of money by selling their weed. And that's when eventually we said, fuck it. We're going to try to grow the shit ourselves. And that was the end of the end of the story. You know, when you said we, is it you, your brother? Who's now just, well, it was me and me and my crew. You know what I mean? Me and my guys that were with me at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You you can only do so much with two hands. That's the truth, right? It's like, hey, I got an idea, but I need some help. (laughs) Exactly. And then we all got to put this together. Yeah. And then back then, too, I mean, that's why we we started up north, because back in 2000, there was you weren't growing weed down here in the city unless it was like a closet grow. You know what I'm saying? So we went up north. Where were you guys up north? We uh, we started out in Shasta County Uh in Redding. Right. 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 Quarter mile from uh, Shasta Lake, actually bought a house up there, and everybody there at the time was all doing outdoor. You know what I mean? Some were doing a little bit of greenhouses, but nobody was doing indoor. Well, we were the only dummies at the time, <laughs> and uh, we went up there and started doing indoor. You know, back in twenty three years ago, it was just unheard of up there. You know, so and they're like, "Why is your electric bill so high, sir? What's oh, going no, on?" We ran, here? we ran generators. Really, we ran a generator at that property for the first. 17, 16 years. Oh, so you were able to stay under the radar very well then. Oh yeah. Now that's why I said we, that's why she didn't know what I did. You know what I mean? My daughter didn't know because we didn't let really nobody know what we were doing. And how did you find out Kylie? How, how was that? What's that story like? (laughs) Um, I, so my brother, he had his own bathroom and I would always go clean his bathroom. And one day he was walking around with top shelf and I had asked him in the living room when he was leaving, I said, what's top shelf? He said it was his friend's clothing company. <laughs> and I Everyone's always just like this around the house. Fucking, <laughs> Wait, don't look at me. No, no, don't ask a question. That's great. Yeah. Why you got to do it though? That's right. Go ahead. I'm and sure. in the bathroom, I went into the medicine cabinet and it was just top shelf everything. And there was jars, there was dab rigs. I finally realized and I never brought it to him until we were like in Havasu and my brother was running the Instagram. I saw him taking the pictures and then going posting them. And finally, I caught him smoking on the boat, and I was pissed. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Why were you pissed? Uh, we were sitting at oh, dinner. She didn't like. Not, she wanted nothing to do with weed. Buddy. Oh, one of those. <laughs> yeah, one of nothing. Those. Why was that? The, this is great because I started smoking weed at six, so it was like nothing that I, you know, I grew up with it. My brother uh-huh. sold weed. You know, he went to prison. The whole nine for selling everything else too. So it was just part of my life and world. So I was never the, oh, I hated it. What do you, was that when you look back at it? Obviously now you don't hate it. But when you look back at that, I love talking to people like this because what was it that made you think that way? What was it that made you look at this cookweed disease? Like, oh, I can't believe people are smoking weed. Um, Mad at your brother. Like, wh- why? I was just taught it was a bad drug and... It made you do stupid things. Taught from and propaganda, the old. Uh, yeah, just in Reagan general. The fucking, whole- this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> and this is your egg. You sign the whole petition and you're like, oh, I dare do this. Do- and no, yeah. yeah. Okay. So don't do drugs and all that kind of thing. But which um, is fair, which is a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, when I used to see that, I'm like, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, and then you, but I would play the part real well. So that, that was the one that kind of pushed your. Look of yeah. cannabis is going to ruin your brain, ruin everything about you. Yeah. And so uh, when I found out, I obviously processed and realized that was where the lifestyle came from. That's what we were doing, how we were doing things. And then I started using my senior year of high school and I used it more of like a medical viewpoint. And now I'm going to get a master's in it. So that's kind of why now, we're Kylie? here. Are you serious? You're yeah. going to, where are you getting the master's at? Thomas Jefferson University. Wow. How cool is that? Now, what I love about hearing that is, and I'm sure you're incorporating everything that you're learning to the dispensary and teaching the bud tenders and teaching the staff, let alone everybody else that's around there, the medical terms and everything else from the everything that you're learning. 
which then creates a better level for everyone that comes to the collective, LB Collective, to learn more. I love that. I think that's what, in my opinion, I look at people who run the shops need to be smarter like that, right? And people that are bud tenders need to be trained like that. Because if somebody comes in, if my aunt walked in there and was trying to get something and she had some medical condition that the people just aren't aware of what medical conditions that are used for what. And there's so much information out there for that. And if so many people think, oh, I just need a high THC this, you're like, no, let's look at what your problems are and try to figure yeah. this out. Because it does benefit a lot of people with, with health issues, for sure. It's not about like back in the day it was, let's just get high. Right. Like growing up, it was just <laughs> like buy a bag, whole, buy lid, whatever, whatever. That's a whole nother world. Yeah, because you know? it's real. Me- like, And that's for me personally. I look at it like it's real medicine. People who want to smoke recreationally cool, like I use dime like it was my medicine, <laughs> right? It was just so... Oh, and I literally just was going, okay, I'm going to either take these opiates that have a, literally came with an overdose kit. And I was like, okay, <laughs> swear to God, like if you overdose, use this kit. I'm like, what kind of pills are you guys giving me? Right. You know, and that's the funnier part. That's why I missed the first interview with you guys because I was at home laid up. <laughs> I couldn't even move from this thing, let alone talk and walk because I'm like, oh, 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 yeah. you know, me just so loaded right. on those pills. And I needed to take them for a little while, but you know, I didn't want to keep taking those pills. And so cannabis really helped me with my elements because I look at it as it can really change the world, right? I mean, for those who want to smoke a joint, smoke a joint, if that helps you. But for those who really have elements that are pain, that are this, that are that, the kids that are sitting there taking these pills for whatever disorder that they have, why can't we just put some oils under their tongue and help them out? (laughs) Or even if it is smoke a joint, I mean, because I can't wait for, if we can figure out a top shelf joint is good for A, B, C, and D, how great would that be? To have that type of research, right? And that's the thing me and Blue have been preaching about for years, going, that's what I want to see. So I'm glad you're out there trying to get a master's and push the envelope forward. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We're going to come back. We're going to do the high five with all three of you. I'm sure you did it the first time, but we haven't heard what the ladies saying. I didn't hear what you said either. So we're going to take a break right now. Dime Industries, Woe See Woe, their big top shelf collaboration. Go check it out at a dispensary near you and get that pin. We'll be right back after this break. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Now, back to the number one cannabis show on the planet. You know what? F*** it. Now, back to the number one cannabis show in the universe. Cannabis Talk 101. Y'all know what time it is, folks. Dime time. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Check them out online at dimeindustries.com or on Instagram, dime.industries. I want to thank everybody around here for making this happen, from Mondo to Moon to Teddy the Show Dog, Oscar, Julio, Daniel, Connor, Cam, Beach Bar, Salar, Ali, Goldie, Brother Pitts, Sunday, and, of course, Mark Carnes, Chris Franquino, Jennifer, Erica, and Elvis. Thank you guys all for doing what you're doing over here. Um, Brian, we're just talking off the air and, to, to just really point that out, I mean, from a young man who drops out of school at eighth grade 
and pursues the cannabis industry and then is successful in other businesses because we're going to talk about this pizza business as well um, <laughs> that I love so very much. But to have a very successful moving company, but to realize that what was helping pay the bills as well, cultivating and learning about cannabis at a time when let's just call it what it was. You're growing, you know, we, you just, you know, slang is no. And <laughs> for your daughter, for Kylie, for you to not think it's okay to be, hate it, so to speak, be mad at your brother when you found out he was smoking weed to find out dad was, this was his gig side gig. There had to be some emotions there, right? There had to be a whole like, yeah, right? And to assume? Yeah, we didn't speak for a month. Exactly. <laughs> and now, years later, you're going to get your master's degree around that month that you wasted fucking bitching about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, right? what a story and turnaround. And what a testament to like that month of horrible, like, she's fucking still not talking to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, the stories of lives that get changed because your life was changed by it, Kylie, mm -hmm. in a great way. And now you smoke. Yeah. And you love it. Love it. You use, do you feel you use it for recreation or for medicine? Medicine, for sure. What does it help you with? Um, I think I had an eating disorder in senior year of high school, so that definitely helped. Um, I would say just anxiety, depression, being able to get up and go. That's great. Just to be able to identify that too, because that's why I asked you, because you're going to get your master's. I'm figuring that you had a better answer for that. Yeah. Like most people who go further like that, they're going to be able to articulate an answer for something like that. Like if you're using it, you're using it for a reason. You know, some people that, that especially if you're going for the master's, because you're going to learn so much about this plant that you're going to realize it should be used for a reason. Don't get me wrong. Recreational is cool. If that's, it calms me down. It keeps me chill. That's your reason. But you know what I mean? Some people can't even articulate that though. I don't know. I just like to smoke. <laughs> All right, dude, search a little further inside of you. But uh, I was talking about this fucking pizza joint, Brian, because, dude, you came through at the dime party with the pizza bar slash whatever there. And then I find out you literally have a couple stores. What is the name of this pizza joint restaurant that you guys got going on? It's called The uh, Social. The Social. There's a Newport? There's a Newport. We're under construction in Newport down on the peninsula. Right oh, it's next. not open yet? That's still in construction. Not, none of them. We have one open right now. It's Canoga Park. Oh, it out was, in the valley. It's a very small one. We're running more catering out of there than anything. Um, we have one in Hollywood off of Hollywood Boulevard and Vine that should be open, I'm hoping, in the next two weeks. And then we also want, have one at the SoFi at the mall next to SoFi Stadium. They built that new mall in between the Clipper Stadium and SoFi. Yeah. So we have a location that will be, that should be open by the end of the year. Look at you. And this pizza joint, folks, if you come to Cali or if you're in Cali listening, you got to go check it out because they have this lobster pizza <laughs> that is fire. just to <laughs> die for. And when you said that, you seen I perked up like what? I was like one of the first ones to order one of them bad boys. Yeah. Dude, you got that pizza on point. Where does that love come from? Now, the, well, the guy that was there cooking them that night is my boy, Ty been friends with him for about 15 years. He's a, he's a chef, went to culinary school and all that stuff. And uh, he's the one that started the pizza stuff. And he's real good friends with uh, the twins that play basketball, the Marquise brothers, uh -huh. Marquise and Marcus Morris. So we got them to partner up with me and another guy and my buddy Ty. And we're going to open up a chain of these restaurants. And I think with what we got going on on the weed side, them guys on the basketball side, and then my buddy makes the best pizza I've ever had. Literally. I think we're going to kill it. You know, and I didn't say that just to stroke you. I would be like, I'm not going to talk about this pizza joint because it was oh, just it's horrible. fire. It is literally <laughs> unbelievably I, I, great. I felt bad for the taco guy. I mean, <laughs> I'll say this. I'm allergic to shellfish, so I couldn't have the lobster pizza, but I've never wanted a lobster pizza so bad in my life compared to that night. Right? <laughs> Marita, it was like to die for delicious. I was actually pissed off that there was still a line when I left because I wanted to take one home so bad. Like I literally was like, and I was talking to, I forget who I was talking to, going, 
you know, I'm going to take one home. Like, you know, and that's just a fatty move out of me. Like, I'm like, you know what I mean? I don't like to do fatty moves all the time. I mean, I did take some of the candy that you guys had there, Verita. Thank you so much. That's what it was for. I have some still in my car. My wife opened it up going, Joe, you're diabetes. I'm like, I know, but I just fucking dying. Fucking Verita. You can blame me. You can blame me. It was my idea. That fucking candy bar was on point, dude. It was just so great. The lemon heads too, which is a random find that I just love. And just the watermelon. Oh, I just, oh, you see how fat I am. I can tell you all the food in all the places. You know, I used to be 350 pounds, you guys. I was a lot bigger back than the days. So uh, you guys have had tremendous success with what you guys are doing. I want to do the high five with you guys. But I really want to say, Brian, this pizza spot, I'm pissed off that you didn't bring any pizza in today for us to eat. <laughs> but you did bring some wosey woe, so I think we're going to be okay, you know, as Kylie hits it right there. We're going to do the high five. We're going to go straight down the line. We're going to start with you over there at the end and then come right back to you. We'll go ladies first and then in with you there, Kyle, Okay. <laughs> Brian, excuse me, we'll end with you. Question number one of the high five. And by the way, go get this collab, you guys, because the, the way it looks, the way it smells, the way it tastes is fire. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis? And where'd you get it from, Verita? I was 18 years old and I got it from my big sister. <laughs> where are you from, Verita, by the way? Um, I'm a military brat, so I my parents' uh, travel tendencies never really died down. So I grew up in Northern California, Chico area. Oh, no way. Um, went to high school out in Portland, went to college out in Illinois and a Cali girl at heart, so I made my way back to Orange County. <laughs> As you should. That's a good thing. A little different than out there in the boondogs, though, out there. Oh, yeah. It was worth it when I went, but I could not wait to get back to the West Coast, to <laughs> say the least. That's a good thing. And Kylie, <laughs> how old are you the first time? I want to say senior in high school? Yeah, I was about 17, and it was... My friend had a wax pen. I hit it once, but I had gone home, and I wanted to find one. And I thought I would saw one, and there was one in, like, the junk drawer. Looks like a little pen of some sort, but it had a little bit of wax and it hit once or twice. And that was my true first time. Oh, how fun is that? And your dad has fucking hundreds of pounds. <laughs> you want to try some weed? I think I can get some for you. All right. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know if you want to try this. Let me see. Brian, how old are you the first time? I'm not 100% sure. I want to say maybe four or five with my mom. You were that young? Yeah. Dude, I've never heard anybody beat me like that. I think I took like they with your to, mom. She was a straight hippie like that or what? Yeah, Just, there was a story. I don't know if you heard the story. I One time so. where like they're sitting around the living room smoking a joint and they had, had passed it to me to hand it to my uncle. Well, I took the joint, ran into my bedroom, locked the door and I got high and came out when I was done. Shut <laughs> up. <their joint. laughs> where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, California, Long Beach. Oh, okay. So Long Beach. Long and your Beach. mom was smoking like that over there. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, whatever, B, you want to hit this side, <laughs> you little motherfucker. Yeah. Oh. She, she, she still smokes to this day. Shut up. Yep. How yep. wonderful. So you smoked with your grandmother. Yeah. It's, it's pretty a cool. family smoking. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. No. I mean, it's better than everybody getting drunk and acting stupid. You know Very what I mean? Very true. No, she's done a lot worse, and now she doesn't do anything but smoke weed. So it's awesome to really smoke with her. So it's even better. You're like, yeah, thank God you stopped the other shit. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> That's funny, Brian. Question number two, the high five. What's your favorite way to use cannabis? I love flour. Flour and a bong. That's my favorite way. Really? <laughs> I would say. Um, and ironically, I even can use my dime pens in my bong, too. So it's added bonus. What do you mean you could use your dime pen? In a, I've never heard this. So the diameter of our pens is about 14 millimeters. So if you uh, are ever in the mood, you can always flip it around, pop it into your favorite piece of glass, hit the pen. And because it has three heat settings, it's almost like you're uh, customizing your experience, too. So I love flour, but I have to say, dude, dime pen in a that bond was fuck. I've never seen that even done. I have a mini. I have a mini bubbler in my office. That do you have a, a bong name that's your then. favorite bong? I don't. I've never been the person to name my bong because I break them too frequently. So they don't last long. It happens. <laughs> I, I, I had a, my bag that was just my paraphernalia drug bed that I called the Bible. It was the Bible. Hey, get the Bible. Let's get it out. You know what I mean? Whatever we're going to do, get the Bible. You know, whatever supplies we're doing that day, that moment, you know what I mean? Because it had a little container of pills. It had yep. a little credit card, CD cover, whatever you needed. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If not, then, you know, it had rolling papers, too. <laughs> and a roller. What about you, Kylie? Um, I would say a joint, but I always have a vape pen with me. I used to smoke nicotine, so it's like one of those habits. Yeah, I'm a, a cigar smoker. I get it. It's a good thing. Don't quit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's so bad for us. It's so terrible. 
when you look at it. But the dime pin now, I'm assuming now you're going to have a top shelf. Whoa, see, whoa. On Always. you, like you have, Always. dude. The fucking color of that pin—it's just so stupid cool. Because most of them have been white. I remember getting one that uh, th that they had another special one. You guys did a roll off, and I had a couple other color pins. But that color just looks so. Yeah. It also reminds me of something Native American because of the turquoise look. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm Native American, and it it also attracts me that way too. I'm wondering what else it was, and that's what it is that that that, that I like about uh, it. What about you, Brian? I'm uh, I'm joint guy. Well, what are you waiting for, man? Light it up. Get him you an ashtray. I mean? This is what I've been smoking joints. I mean, every once in a while, I don't even like I'll do a dab here and there. Like everybody's into the dabs these days. Right. It's just not my cup of tea. If I'd rather smoke flour than anything, you know. What's the most flour you've ever seen at one time? <laughs> at one time? One time. Like this was the growing I mean, or yeah, or, what, or, either or way, growing so <laughs> both actually that's a good one what's the biggest pack that you've sent out how many and what's the biggest amount you've seen at once because you've been doing this a long time yeah maybe um i mean like one transaction the most i think we ever done was maybe about 15 1600 pounds wow how big is that a couple car loads a <laughs> couple suvs a couple suvs full you know, we drove one time we drove down with a crop from up north in an SUV. We had to take out the two back seats and I drove the SUV, even had shit in the passenger seat full. And that was only like maybe six, seven hundred pounds. You're and using I mean, the black bags, I'm assuming, at that time because you're in the car. Oh, yeah. We Well, back then we used to use everybody. You had the smell proof bags. Oh, OK. So it wasn't just a trash bag. Everybody we fill them up with the smell proof bags and then. Stuff them wherever you could. <laughs> <laughs> Just the cars. Damn, that's a lot of weed. Yes, sir. Wow. Question number three of the high five, Arita. Craziest place you ever used or smoked cannabis? Crazy for me because yeah, I, this crazy was crazy, crazy for me, I guess. Um, I went on vacation to Punta Cana with some college friends. Punta Cana? And I, I was place. like, I want to have the a fun DR. time. So I took some bath bombs, uh, some edibles that look like candy put them in a bag to be a little more discreet but typically i at that time i would just stay home and consume maybe consume a little before i went out so traveling that far and like leaving the states or the mainland if you will was a little crazy for me i was like i'm a little nervous i'm going oh, a little yeah. far like what's gonna happen but it was fine and then like the last thing i took with me was like this fat brownie so i enjoyed that <laughs> on my way home and that's I had fun the best sleep of my life and woke up with no hangover so it was great i came <laughs> home from putacana with a bunch of illegal cigars you know what I, mean? <laughs> there you go. I took the labels off put them in my wife's tampon <laughs> box put the cigars in another one and like you know what i mean they're probably not gonna look because that's the only way you can tell if it's uh, cuban right by the by the little sleep thing so I get it. I felt nervous coming home with that. Right. I was like, oh, baby, here, take your suitcase. <laughs> what about you, Kylie? Um, I would say a couple weeks ago when I was in Barcelona, it was pretty cool. I kind of got lost. I didn't have phone service, so I didn't know. Like, I took a screenshot of the map and like figured my way there, and it was down like this really tiny street, but it was a lounge. You paid twenty bucks to get in, and you had access for a year, and then you can go back whenever you want. You purchase it, and you're supposed to consume there. And it was just a really cool experience for me, but it was pretty sketchy, like going in and buzzing into the one way door. in, one way out. Like, kind where of. the hell am I at in Barcelona? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's this? You're feeling like a Neiman, whatever movie, like someone's going to get me. Yeah, no. And then I didn't have um, cash. I only had cards. So then I had to go to like the ATM around the corner and down the alley. And yeah, it was pretty cool. But I have to speak for him. It was in Puerto Rico. We were on a cruise ship. <laughs> And I was probably 18, 19. I had my ex-boyfriend with me and we got on a ship for seven days. And I tried to, uh, I got out of the room to go to breakfast. And all of a sudden this entire hallway started to smell like my dad, like the weed. <laughs> like my dad? And I'm like, okay, maybe he's awake. Let's go get breakfast. And I came back and it stunk even more. And my mom had put a uh, roach. There was a roach in a Corona bottle and it was outside in the hallway. And then I it got I put it spilled. on the balcony putting the joints out into a beer into a beer bottle well she set it out into the hallway and it just reeked the whole floor up <laughs> oh, security no. and all they had blocked my room his room we weren't allowed off the boat until they talked and it was scary <laughs> so that was a scary one for you and you didn't even smoke exactly well, yeah that was scary for you bro. I was like, that wasn't scary for me i didn't give a fuck i mean yeah. well we're getting off the boat right 
and we all have our luggage, her boyfriend, my wife, and us too. And we're getting off and you got to do your little ship thing that buzzes you out, whatever. And then you got to go through customs. Well, my shit buzzed and they're like, hold on a second. They knew who we were before. They were he waiting even for us. They were waiting for us to exit. You know what I mean? So the guy comes up, says, okay, you guys come with me. Tells me and my wife to come with him that they want to take us into customs. Well, I said, okay. So we go out and we get on an elevator to go down. Well, they weren't taking my daughter or her boyfriend. So I gave her my bag. I took her bag, right? And I only had two joints, and I had two joints to smoke before I got on the plane to fly home. Right. I saved them for that matter, you know? So we get down there in customs. They're going through my shit. And about oh, 20- sir, are these your panties? <laughs> <laughs> they look a little you small on saying? you. <laughs> so, yeah, but I had my wife. I had my wife. Right, so right, right. they're going through our bags. They don't find nothing. About 20 minutes go by, and then all of a sudden in the corner, coming through the doorway, here's my daughter and her boyfriend. And the custom guy that's going through the bags looks at me and goes, hey, by chance, those, one of those wouldn't be your bag neither, would it? And I'm like, she's standing there with my bag. I'm like, yeah, well, she's got my bag. You know what I mean? They found it, opened it up. They found them two joints. Like I said, that's all I saved getting off the ship, you know? And uh, they end up giving me a ticket for 500 bucks well, and wrote on there for cash. Didn't say nothing about weed. So the motherfuckers <laughs> kept my weed. You know what I mean? And got $500 to go get something to eat after they smoked it. funny they did it dirty. (laughs) And that was was U.S. Customs. The U.S. did that? U.S. Customs in Puerto Rico. It was during the government shutdown, too. So it must have been like 2018, 19. How funny for you to catch them that they kept the fucking weed because they put cash on there. They put cash on my receipt. Just that I randomly gave them $500 cash. (laughs) Just because of, yeah, you're bringing in too much money or whatever it is. Yeah, that's funny. Well, is that the craziest place you ever smoked? Or is there a better story than that? There's I mean, I've like we've been going on vacation for years and I went on vacation one time that I didn't take weed. And then I spent half the vacation looking for it. (laughs) So I never did that again. So there's no times that I've never I mean, I've gotten like even when uh, we went to Alaska one time on a fishing trip four other guys, nobody wanted to carry no weed. Right. The airports at Red Alert and all this shit when. It was all crazy 10 years ago. And uh, fuck, I'm taking weed. You know, we we get there. There's fucking dogs all over the airport. We get inside. I put my bag on uh, on the little conveyor belt at the talking to the check in lady. And at the same time, a dog comes up and knocks this bag out of my hand. Well, the one that's got the weed is on the conveyor belt going down the line by that. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So we've had some. That was a close one. Some sketchy times. We never got in trouble for weed. Never been in trouble for possession. All those years of selling and moving packs nothing. and nothing, huh? Knock on wood. Wow. Well, go <laughs> ahead and hit your head. Yeah, go ahead and hit the head of this question. But yeah, so we've never, never had, but we've not taken it anywhere we've gone. You know what I mean? Oh, so wow. that's always crazy. <laughs> and that's always a fun thing. Question number four, the high five, Arita. What is your go-to munchies after you get high? Chocolate or ice cream. Milk? I always have a sweet tooth. Yeah, milk chocolate. I and typically kind of always cream? keep like a Hershey's almond bar where my girlfriend always grab one for me at the store because she just knows I'll need it throughout the week. And ice cream, uh, mint chocolate or mint anything. Ooh. I love mint ice cream. Mm, I'm an ice cream head myself. I've been uh, on a root beer float kick. I had another one last night. It's terrible. It's a terrible habit. I'm going right? to get all my way back. It's so terrible. <laughs> Kylie, what about you? Um, I would say in and out It's what a hamburger is all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> what do you get? Do you do anything special? Is it a double-double with cheese, onions? I started doing the double-double with cheese and double onions. I do the grilled and the and regular. And the regular. That's yes. That's my new go-to yep. just That's because somebody else just told me about it. Like, I'm, When I say my new go-to, I've only ordered it once. And it's my new go-to because I had it one time. I was like, oh, it was so delicious. I'm an onion guy. I love onions. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? I could do white, yellow, red, green, and I could put it all in one egg. Like you chop a little bit of each and just put it in a jalapeno and like all of them. Uh, Joe, what you eating with that egg? Or you want something else with your onions? It's like I got to put two eggs in it. And I'm like, okay, that's perfect amount. But right. I love the onions. So what is your specialty? Um, I used to always get protein style with onion. Just a simple thing. No and cheese? Then, yeah, cheese, okay. I guess. The protein style is good, but yeah, I try to. I, you had said you had lost some weight. I as well did too. I've probably lost over... 50 to 60, 70 pounds. Wow, look at you. Yeah. Um, So I try to do the healthy way. (laughs) Yeah, me too sometimes. But I got to get that (laughs) vanilla shake. It's real ice cream there. You know what I mean? It's so good. And then French fries. Oh, 
Let's go. What about you, B? Doesn't do that to me. I've been smoking weed for so long. It's more. I don't get. Then munchies. what is your go-to snack? Period. Because you look like you oh, fucking snack. Not that, not that let's I, just call it that, that way. I, I mean, call a ball, a ball, I, I ain't saying I don't eat. Yeah. So let's just go this way. What do you like to snack on when you wake up, motherfucker? Because you're a little overweight. <laughs> I like some steak, some exactly. chicken, like, a little bit of lobster. I like to go. I don't eat, Joe. I don't snack. I'm 122 you know I mean? pounds. I this motherfucker over here is bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, we don't snack. We eat. <laughs> Joe, I don't snack. I just go eat dinner. I'll go to a nice restaurant and just eat. Just eat your. So there's no snack and no extra candies, nothing that I've you never, do. never really never been really a big candy guy. No, no. Like every once in a while, I'll eat some candy, but hardly, you know, never really just never been that guy. Well, that's good. Look at you show off. Fuck. I guess you've been smoking He's that long. It's a you good guys. Thing. What is it? When have you seen me get high and then get munchies? If there's something. I get high all day. So the, he's smoking all day. What do you as, see him put in his mouth? If there's food around, he'll eat it. Period. So if he comes home and there's food on the counter, he's eating it. Oh yeah, of course. If they they made some, you know. But, yeah, man. But, but that's not because Snacking I just smoked, because you wanted because I just you don't want high. ice cream because you're like mm, I'm high. I'm yeah. Like four times out of ten, I'm gonna go get well, ice cream. When you smoke 10, 15 joints a day, you're gonna eat after you get high. Sometimes you know what I mean. It's not regardless because it's lunchtime. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? All yeah. the meals you are just munchies. Or snack time. It's like whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Question number five with a high five. Make sure you go get that new top shelf dime pin out there. If you could smoke cannabis, Verita, with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I would probably... I'm going to be simple. I would probably smoke with Lizzo or Meg the Stallion just because I love their music. And I just think that would be really interesting. And I would just want to have an opportunity to be within proximity of them and to just see what that interaction would be like. Lizzo. And who's the other one? Meg the Stallion. Who's Meg the Stallion? She's a rapper. She's amazing. You know, you know who she is. You, you know who she is. I'm sure you've heard she's one of her young. songs. Do you yeah, know her? She's she's young, young. Ryan, you know rapper. who Meg Thee Stallion is? You motherfucker. Yeah. Don't call me out like you're fucking that much younger. Right? Who's Meg Thee Stallion? Connor, are you on this? I mean, I'm hoping you're going to pull something up to prove to... That's, uh, Do I have any requests for did, Meg Thee Stallion? What's her big song? Is there a big one? They're all big. They're all big? Play you can pick any, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm going to do one of the top five. Oh, there we go. It's a good one. Oh, I've heard this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? You it's ain't that old, huh? Yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> remix, too. This is, um... It's been a big song. It's been on Kiss yep. FM and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good life. I know this song. I need to learn artists' new names, man. If it ain't Kumo D or Biggie... <laughs> right? What about, what about this one? There you go. I was listening to that one on the way to work this morning. We know you know this one, Joe. <laughs> this is with Cardi B, too, no? Yep. See? Even Teddy's on it. Teddy's barking at it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when she said this and she said the pullout game is weak, this took me back 23 years because my pullout game was weak back then. <laughs> Shout out to my daughter. <laughs> oh, wow. She's dope. Those yes. are good artists right there. Yeah. And why them? No, nobody's ever said Lizzo, by the way, either. I love Lizzo. I just think she's so out there. I don't think she would even need to be high to be a good time. But I would just I would just be an interesting sesh, I think. I love Lizzo, general. too. There's something yeah. about Lizzo that just when she came out representing the big girls mm -hmm. like that, I was so proud being, you know, the big boy myself, you know, cause it was me, big boy and fuzzy. I was 350, fuzzy was 450, big boy was 550 when, when I was on Power 106. So we were the big dudes, you know what I mean? And when she came out, I was like, go ahead, big girl, killing it. <laughs> like showing it off like that, too, all sexy. Like I just, I love her. I like, I just look at her like, that's how all people should be. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. She should, to me, how people should just be. That's mm -hmm. it. You want to do that? Do that. Right. You don't need to be this look that everybody thinks you need to be. Mm -hmm. Lizzo did that. And I was like, go ahead, Lizzo. Exactly. Fuck yeah. And I like her and support her. <laughs> what about you, Kylie? Who would you like to um, get her alive? That's easy. Justin Bieber. Ooh. I've been a believer forever. <laughs> if you I ever still use have that term again. Right I know. Right I'm now. like, I haven't heard that term in a minute. I almost wanted to tell you that hit her. Please just give her a little space. I was like, Joe, but, do you know who that is? Of, yeah, of course I know who that is, Chris. You saw I just hear baby playing immediately. Yep. Exactly. 
just went back to this eighth is grade it. real quick. And this takes you back right here because this is yeah, one hundred percent. This ben, is early Bieber right here. Been to all of the concerts. No way. Can you sing the words? I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but seriously, there's a Justin Bieber song that when he talks about going to the pulpit and when he found God type yes, of like pray. That, what's it called? Pray. Put pray on real quick. That song right there I think has that's literally the song. brought me to tears. Exactly. Literally. Uh-huh. And like no bullshit aside. And I got there and I went because I felt Justin like he just had a turn in his life. Is this the song you're talking about? It could be a different one. But this is the one that was very emotional. Yeah, this is Pray. Maybe not. No. Maybe I don't know what song you're talking about then. What about this one? Probably this one. That one? All of them do it. Literally all of them. No, he talks about God in it though, or That's, something. Is it this one? The other I one? think it was the first. It's another, one. I don't think. Anyhow, who I'm a big Justin <laughs> Bieber fan as well. I'm just busting your. I would never say believer, but you know, <laughs> and you said it so legit, like legit, like you're I a believer. I still have tickets for you Vegas. Saved? They he's canceled. I think like two or three times, but I have front row seat one. And I still on the got floor. my money back. I paid a I paid a good amount, and I still have tickets with my mother to go. Like and- I'm not fronting. I would love to go see him in concert. <laughs> like I've always been and thought him, the Justin Timberlakes, like those dudes are just fire. And I'm not just labeling white guys that can you know move and move, but it feels <laughs> like that anyways. But like Justin's dope because he really plays instruments. He really gets down. He really sings. He really performs. It's just his passion and it shows. And I loved that we were able to watch this kid grow up in front of our own eyes. Like he's just one of those guys that Oh, the song where he says, I get my weed in Cali, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's that song, maybe. Get his peaches in Georgia. Peaches in Georgia, <laughs> weed from Cali. Look at you, he bro. Knows, he go. knows, yeah. I can't remember the song, but there's his new, it was one of his newer songs that were out, but I'm I'm a believer as well. I'm, I'm just busting your chops. But what about you, B? I'd say Snoop. Ooh. That's weird that you've been in the game this long and you've never been in that circle, huh? Never sat down, smoked with his kids. I was just smoking. Well, his we kid was that you were smoking we with his kids. Yeah. We were, just, we were just there together with his son uh, this past week at the yeah. dive party. Yeah. yeah and his other funny. son, his other son, we were selling bongs at one point at the store probably two or three years ago. Uh, I want to say 2018, it was, uh, 19. Dog Pound. They actually came out with a line of bongs for a minute. I don't know what happened to it, but we worked on that. That is so random. While. That Snoop. And I, I would actually just roll the dice and be like, oh, I'm sure Brian smoked with Snoop. <laughs> That's why I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be someone dead. That's so weird. It's going to happen, though, I'm sure. I mean, it's a matter of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was in a circle once with me, Snoop, Dr. Dre, and Bishop Don Magic Juan. Hell, yeah. It was uh, right after the Wash movie premiere. So crazy. Hell, yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, Notorious B.I.G. three days before he died, smoking blunt after blunt, which was a fucking great story. We just said somebody the other day, he said Notorious was his person. And I'm like, oh, let me show you the picture of me and the Tories. Like, oh. He zooms yeah. in. He's like, is that photoshopped? <laughs> <laughs> it's AI, I swear. You're right. I'm like, actually, right. Can, can you do that nowadays? You can do anything. I right, put yeah. this old picture with that old picture. And I've seen some interesting designs, creatives. Like, yeah, it's getting really it to the point that sometimes you don't you know. You can't tell. You really yeah, got to look. Well, so and is I, your shit real or fake, Joe? <laughs> right. <laughs> It's when I have my purple hair I forgot, back then. I forgot you was that old. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. I go back like four flats, baby. Is there anything we forgot to mention, you guys, that you guys want to talk about this collab? Of course, we said where you can get it at this point. You could probably get it at any dispensary near you. But if you're in the Long Beach area, you definitely want to go by and say hi to the folks over there at the LB Collective located at 1731 East Artesia Boulevard in Long Beach, California, 90805. Go say hi to Kylie and the whole crew over there. But anywhere else that we could find this collaboration burrito um make sure you go to www.dimeindustries.com you can go to our weed maps as well leafly you will be able to find wo si wo near you but yes make sure you check it out at lb collective for sure um but that will be the best way to find how to get done anything else you guys want to mention pizza boy <laughs> i think we got it covered can you guys bring some pizza by next time please we can do, do that please I, I want those pizza ovens here actually we need to right? do that here at the next event yeah, let's do it let's do it that's what we need to do. The pizza needs to be in the back. You know how we have the trucks? 
The, next to the bong bar, we're going to have there the bong go. bar Perfect. and the pizza bar. Who was the girl from the bong bar again? Kim. Yeah. Kim. I forget her company, but yeah. What was her company? Elion. Elion. Yeah. She has a bong bar, you guys. And I was like, we've never done a bong bar. That's Let's cool. do it. And because That's of you, cool. when you mentioned it, I was like, we got to do a bong <laughs> bar and the pizza bar. Let's do it. And then we got to yeah. do your candy bar that you did over there. That candy bar you did was fire. Oh, yeah. We've done some half-ass ones here. <laughs> Your candy bar was fucking hey, really the good. The dime team doesn't half-ass. Yeah, yeah we've, so done got a, we've, we've, got done, we've done a lot of good things, but our candy bar was never that candy bar. <laughs> like, I literally went over there and was like, okay. And I, I only took one bag because I was like, okay, am I going to do two? God, that's just a real fat. You're really a diabetic, you fat bastard. Don't do it. Don't do it. I had to talk myself out of it. And I literally, I can't wait to go to the car because I'm going to show you the bag that I still have in my and it car. It looks like a, like a candy store. The way they literally. Have it set up. And then not only that, I really grabbed one to try of a candy that I've never tried before. It was this little red thing that you unroll, like a Tootsie, mini Tootsie Rolls, but it wasn't chocolate. It was this red, sweetie thing and i tried it i was like oh my god this is so good i mean, i don't i've never had that one i grabbed like a handful of it and it was something that people weren't touching as much because it was a candy that's not familiar most of the other ones were familiar yeah. candies and the one that wasn't familiar of course i had to try first and it was bomb and that's what i have a bag full I'll have of my to, car i'll have to ask what it was so we can get you guys some more oh yeah please do well it's cannabis talk 101 folks remember this if nobody else loves you we do thank you for listening to cannabis talk 101 with blue and joe grande the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.